ghost. New ghost. Um, let's have an intelligence check from anyone. Doesn't really matter. Um, I will say, Rolio, with your uh, background on board ships, you will have mm. advantage on this check. In fact, no, you have a no. You wouldn't. You'd have a normal check because you're exhausted. So you just have a yep. roll. Yeah, just a standard roll rather than disadvantage if you wanted to use it. You'd all have a standard roll, to be fair, so it doesn't really matter, does it? 19, I got. 19, that's enough. You assumed from the last sort of uh, instructions given before you went to bed that based on your location, you know the direction is um, Port 3 southeast. I mean... Even Alberta has said to you, you need to go in that sort of direction. Um, you would uh, you would estimate that the the, the speed of the ship, etc., etc. You must be about a two day walk from Porthbury. Um, of course, the boat would arrive there probably by mid afternoon on this particular day. But um, but uh, you've obviously been waylaid. Um, and so, if you're going to choose to travel by the coast. Um, I shall give you some some information. Uh, it's a simple path um, that re- leads around quite a rocky shoreline um, when you do finally pick it up. But before the day's over, um, let's have a perception check, please. Anyone, any, anyone. 23. Yeah, six. 23 and six. Anyone else? Other than eight. I got high perception. Anything from Gottle? Struggling to find where my perception is. For some reason, I don't know why. Beneath nature. Yeah, there it is. In alphabetical (laughs) order, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I was that perceptive, I couldn't even find it. It was a five. It was a five. <laughs> Nobody really notices except for Rolia. So I was just sort of trudging along the beach and sort of picking up this sort of pathway every now and again that sort of, you know, leads you around rocks and sort of a bit, little bit off the beach and then maybe brick drops back down. It's all sort of, um, the whole terrain here is is quite low down to the to the sea. It's not like you're on cliff faces or anything like that. It's... It's a nice lowdown area, and if you looked inland, um, you know, it sort of goes off a little bit. It's quite hilly. Um, you see, like, tr- outcroppings of trees and such. But um, the first thing uh, that, Rodeo, you notice as you're sort of coming around the point, you stop everyone because you hear the sounds of dragging. Um, and you actually see these fish-like people. Um, give me uh, a nature intelligence sort of check. I think it's nature. me. Nature, yes, Rodeo, please. Yes, because you noticed it. I think nature is is a measure of intelligence anyway. Uh, nature is yeah. Um, Nineteen. You would recognise these to be Sahalgan, um, and there are four of them, and they seem to have rendered several more of these pirates unconscious. And are dragging them into the sea. One of your mates? <laughs> How many rocks are tied to that? 
<laughs> they, haven't, they haven't tied rocks. They haven't tied rocks to them. Um, but they also haven't noticed you. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty much beat. I've got one spell slot left, plus my bandwidth. Do we want to save the pirates? Did you say it's mm. pirates, the people that they... They're dragging off pirates into the sea, yeah. I personally, I don't care about the pirates, so I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm good to leave them. After David Jones. Sounds to me like you want to scoot around them so you don't get noticed. Yep. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, in that case, uh, let's have a group stealth check just to see if you can sort of go backwards. They haven't noticed you so far, but just to make sure that uh, you don't make too much noise. And, uh, Four. Um, four? <laughs> 22. 22. 14. 14, that's good enough. And my goal. Who it now? 19. As a group, you perhaps... Rodeo is getting a little bit excited at seeing uh, these pirates dragged off. He's like, shush, 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 as uh, as they sort of pull you back behind the rocks on this point, and you um you make your way inland ever so slightly to avoid it. Um, if you're going inland, let's have a anyone can make it. Um, Rodeo, you are the point man. If you want to make a survival check, or anyone wants to make a survival check, just to, as you sort of go in, and then you may walk. Uh, I don't know. Let's say half a mile. Um, I've got that advantage survival, I don't know yeah, if... Okay, that's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, just, yeah. To, just to say, coast can we pick up this coast path again? Natural one, by the looks of it. I've got the two and a three, so uh, total five. I'm so sorry, guys. Not quite enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Alberta, sort of, as you're sort of walking along, um, by the time all this has happened, the day is, is really getting on a little bit. Um... Maybe we should set up a camp. Uh, there's a there's a sort of small cluster of trees over there. If we set up a camp, perhaps for the night, and then pick it up again in the morning. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of someone should make watch. Yeah. I'm happy to do the first watch if you want. That's a good idea. Do we wish to do the watches in pairs or just individuals? I would never fit into a fruit. Does the metal man have to sleep? <laughs> I do not have to sleep, no. Ever. No? Cool. That is useful. I need to get some sleep. Radio just gets yeah. his little knapsack out. Oh, would we lost all that? Or? No, no. You you could uh, you could say before you left the beach you'd have you know um, reacquainted yourself with your possessions. Okay. And then, yeah, Radio's going straight to sleep. So Radio just zonks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cast the create bonfire cantrip again and just get a little fire going in the middle 
Is that my exhaustion gone? With a long rest, your exhaustion will go, yes. Okay. Yeah, a nice little campfire. Um, perhaps uh, a pack comes out with um, some rations in it from Albertus. Perhaps he's saved or rescued something from the beach and you can all have a meal as well. Just a basic one, bread, maybe some uh, some dried cured meats or something like that. Some seeds, nuts. Fine wine. No fine wine, I'm afraid. But you do have the flask of rum that you could share. Mike, I sent you a message. Can you please see? Meat tubes. <laughs> meat tubes. Um, that is a good question. I hadn't actually put any thought into it. Based on the type that we were talking about, normally. Okay, thanks. It doesn't really do much for you, but it's appearance. Okay. I will take the second watch. If Gottel's staying up all night, I'll keep some company for a while. Excellent. In that case, everyone else can settle down and chill start to sleep um, um, um while we are uh, settling down to sleep and relax I kind of go on one side by myself and you see me getting out um, what is it sorry I'm just between the characters uh, you see, you see me. I've got like um, a a clockwork device. Have you seen um, what was the like like a compass? But it's like a clockwork device, and you can see me playing and sleeping with it, and just and it feels as if it has it is like a heartbeat. So you hear this boom, 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 and you see me playing with this device by myself. Cool. Albertus is at this point. He's he's you know he's eaten and he's just accepted. I'm high society. You're not. I'm going to bed. I don't care what you do. Just make sure I'm safe. And he just that's it. He's asleep. Uh, but I'll, I made I'll, I'll take mental note of uh, of what Opal's doing, but I won't intercede or comment in any way. <laughs> Like, what on earth? <laughs> Can I ask something, guys? Mm -hmm. When it says a clockwork device that beats like a heart, does this mean that it looks like a heart too? No, not necessarily. No. Okay. It can do if you want it to. It depends. I, we don't know what it is that you've got, so it depends how you want it to look. Okay, maybe it looks like a heart then. It reminds me of something like a teddy bear that um, when I was a kid growing up. There was this thing called a heart-to-heart -heart bear, and if you cuddled it, it it made like a heartbeat sound. It was supposed to be comforting for kids. Um, That's terrifying. Yeah, it's supposed, to be, it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be comforting because it's like being cuddled up to someone. You hear their heartbeat, and yeah, you've um, got one of them in the other campaign, Dan. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um, the night, let's say, I made a roll. The night does pass uneventfully. Um, you've sort of left the water enough that perhaps there's a distant sound of a wave crashing but um not 
close enough that you would really be disturbed too much by it. But, you know, the sounds of wildlife. And, of course, uh, you know, you look up into the night sky, it's a clear night, the moon is present, you see the stars. Um, yeah, that's how the, uh, the night goes on until day breaks. Everyone gets up. Um, there's not really much left in the way of rations. I don't know what you have on yourselves, but uh, Albertus has pretty much spunked a lot on that uh, little evening meal. Um, I've got rations. Yeah, you could share them out if you wanted to. To Everyone has something to eat. You could even hunt if you wanted to, or forage, but... Um, I'll pass out rations to everyone, including the metal guy. I don't know if you eat meat, but... Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. I will save it for later. Berlioz in a slightly better mood today. Cool. I said this is like image of on Rolio, uh, not on Rolio, on uh, on Goss or some sort of little drawer or something like pops open so you can dispense things into it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, yeah, I mean, again, let's have um, a survival check to see if you can pick up where you should, well, where you wanted to be, or um, or not. Do you want to do it again, or anyone can make it? Anyone oh, can make it. I think I have pretty good survival. I do. I do. Got plus three. Oh, natural twenty. Oh, nice. Seventeen. Thirteen. Cool. cool. I mean, between all of you, really, I mean, you've got a pretty good idea. Um, it's up to you. Opal sort of suggests that she gets the impression that if you go that way, maybe an hour, you're going to end up back on the coast path. If you go that way, she sort of maybe had a little scout around as well and come back and said, I think I can see a road if we go that way. So we're kind of in between the coast path and the main road would be the suggestion. Um, so it's up to you at this point which one you want to pick up. But... Um, you get the impression as well that by the end of today, you will be, without any distractions, you will be in at Porth Bree. Um, I'd prefer to go for the coast because I'm looking for a ship. So, I'm going coast. I'm happy with any. Yeah, I'll Coastwood. Fine. Fine. Albert says... Then. Well, another day, another stroll. Let's carry on, shall we? And uh, you make your way under Opal's leadership down to the coast road and uneventfully make your way along it throughout the day. Um, and you finally start to see it as you round another corner is the imposing hill of which... Uh, Salon will tell you on top of if you haven't been there before is the keep of Porth Bree um, and as you sort of come around this this corner what you do see as I say you see this imposing hill and it is completely surrounded by forest um, the forest comes down to the water line the water's edge um, and you can see boats in the distance coming into the port there um, you don't really see much of the of the city from this distance. You do see just poking at the top of the trees is the keep, and the odd tower or two. Um, 
and Saladon will also um, a little bit of history about this plane. I don't know if you've ever been here, but um, fascinating, brilliant. When it was originally founded, they built the keep on top of this hill because, as we all know, hills are very defensible. And uh, this huge forest uh, on the land side wasn't actually there. Um, it was planted uh, to offer further protection on the land side. Of course, um, armies is going to be a real struggle to get through a forest and up a hill. And it is very steep on that land side. But you'll notice as we come along the coast path that's on the uh, on the seaward side, um, it's a gentle slope up to the top, and of course the city's been built on the gentle side. Uh, but the, I says the fascinating part is that it's how easily it is to defend, because from the land side it's hard to approach, and then from the seaward side, unless you're coming by boat, it's um, it's not going to be easy to attack. And if, if you look over, and he sort of points um, out to sea, and you could just see a couple of miles off, and perhaps through the sea mist, is like a, a watchtower almost. Not like a lighthouse, but like a proper watchtower, um, on a on a, a, a further headland, um, on the other side of this sort of bay area, you know that uh, that would alert anyone to anything coming, and uh, they have their own means of attack. And of course, there is, um, you know, there is a there's a small navy naval fleet here which would be ready to respond. But um, shall we make our way in? And um, I have some good news for you. Uh, when we get there, but um, I do potentially I could sort out some accommodations for you, if you wish, to base yourselves here. Forest is a silly idea. Doesn't offer protection. Just wait until the wind is blowing in the right direction and set it afire and march through the smoke. Um, yes, I don't think they had that in mind when they um, did it, but uh, yes, you might be right, little metal man. They were a bit silly then, weren't they? Hmm. Clearly, they were not the uh, city planners that you are. <laughs> no. No, they weren't. But they're dead now, so that's okay. Um, comforting, I'm sure. Well, they won't be doing it again. Uh, who, who are they? That you the city planners who fucked up and planted a forest next to oh, the they, Oh, yes, well, yes, some of them are dead. I mean, I think some of them were elves. They could well still be uh, kicking Is about. Is a fire? Well, not yet. Well, anyway, shall we um, <laughs> complete our journey? Yes. yes. We're going to keep, um, keep looking through the telescope to have a look at the, the colours on the ship's yeah, um, I mean, there's many different ships, merchants, largely. You do see the more armed ships uh, moored up um, that would be obviously ready to defend if they wanted or needed to. But you don't see what you're looking for, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, he leads you back along the, the, the path um, and uh, the landscape changes into a bit more bit more sort of um, uh, uh, rugged and uh, steep almost not cliff like but you can tell now your the coast path drops down lower as the landscape rises up to meet this this big hill um, and you make your way just into this little tree line and the path follows through cross paths like big rocks and stuff um, and eventually you come out the other side and you are 
transformed. The, the area is completely transformed from this wilderness through these trees, and then you're in effectively a bustling city with this port. You've arrived at the port. Um, it sort of builds up so slightly, so you sort of come along the coastal path, and then there's sort of like maybe uh, stone built docks and stuff or features and then buildings and then you've got the more industrial sort of port um, as you come into it and there's all different peoples rushing about doing their jobs people shouting orders and you know move this over there move over there and load that ship unload that ship um, and you do see as you sort of look off up, uh, to the left of you and you look up the hill you can see these f huge terraces it's it's somewhat similar to, I'd say, um, Gondor in the sense that it's obviously built onto the side of a, a hill or a mountain or whatever, but you have these sort of platform terraces, so like there's levels to it, and then right at the top, imposing, is this keep. Um, but it is huge. It's not. This, we're not talking about a small settlement. This is a huge city. Um, and uh, some of them will sort of point up at one go, that one at the top there is called the Garden Terrace. Um, it is a gated-off community um, where you'll find people with plenty of coin like to reside. I have a small abode there, which is my sort of holiday home. I come here to get away from Ventus. And, um, and that's where I will try and find you residence and this will be my reward to you i will find you residence there um your your food and board will be of course paid for by myself um so you will have little expense while you're actually in the city and then my other reward for you will be that uh, you've proven yourselves to be trustworthy you've got me here and i am very grateful for you for for saving me from those those brigands on the beach um, I, I might be able to offer you some work as, uh, as time goes on. Um, what that work will entail, I'm not entirely sure just yet, but I, I need to meet up with the people I actually came here to meet. I'm slightly concerned that nobody actually came to look. I didn't see anybody that was trying to look for us or me. Which is strange. You'd have thought if my ship hadn't arrived when it should have done, there would have been patrols out looking, but... You'd have thought so. You would have thought so. It's a bit bizarre that there wasn't. Anyway, thank you very much. I am going to make my way up to the terrace. Uh, if you would be so kind... Um, give me two seconds while I bring up the appropriate document with place names. Uh, if you'd be so kind, by sort of the late afternoon or the evening, um, there's a pub not too far from the Garden Terrace, and it is called... When I find it in my notes... Uh, 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 where the hell did I write it down to? Uh, yes, if you would be so happy to uh, head to the Happy Crown, um, I will uh, I will send for someone to find you, and we will 
make sure that we can get you um, get you in basically to the garden tower. Is that a really terrible play on words? It, it is what a terrible play on words. Sorry. Get you in. <laughs> um, well, I suppose it is really, but uh, it wasn't intended to be. No, I didn't think you had enough wit for that. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I, I bid you all a fond farewell for now. Goodbye, wealthy flesh bag. Um, <laughs> Goodbye, matey. He looks nervously at Cole. He's like, um, bye. Thank you. Bye, Grandpa. Uh, thank you, my dear. Thank you. I'll see you all later. Tschüss. And he uh, strolls off, looking a bit worse for wear. As you all probably do look a bit worse for wear, coming from a shipwreck into the wilds. But you are in Porf Brie. I bet we smell also very oh, yeah, you, you smell. You wouldn't really notice it on the docks. It's a bit of a smelly place anyway. It's fishing boats and and such and like. Anyway, probably um, hot tar being brewed up to repair uh, boats and smelly people anyway working. <laughs> and I go and find the harbour master. You can go and find the harbour master if you make inquiries. He is known as. Uh, Winston Melovic, or, or affectionately known as Old Winnie. You're looking for a stout dwarf. Um, he's very much a bit like. Where's my mouse gone? Very much like Captain Bird's Eye in his appearance. <laughs> um, you know, big uh, sort of turtleneck woolly jumper, and he's got a, a flat cap, and he's got a, a clay pipe hanging out of his mouth. Okay. If you want go to find him. him. Yep. Um, yes. A few people sort of point you around the docks and eventually uh, you arrive into um, an office type building. It's sort of like a storehouse on the bottom, but then you go up some stairs and there's on top, just all stone on the bottom, then like a wooden sort of structure on top of it, um, which is quite clearly offices. It is a large room full of desks, papers and books, and uh, there's like a safe in the corner, that sort of thing. Um, and there's people coming and going and working but you see you see this um dwarf sort of scribbling bits down on a piece of paper with a quill uh harbour master <coughs> he takes his pipe out you startled me there sorry what can i do here oh yeah um old winnie is it oh um, winnie yes that's the name yes oh winnie how you doing my friend um very well thank you Basically, I lost my ship, my crew, my captain on the Shrieking Serpent. They were heading here as next location. Oh, I was right. just wondering if they turned up. I can't say I've seen them. They haven't come from right. here. Okay, okay. Right, yeah. Um, and there's, yeah. Okay. Um, he looks a bit deprived. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he goes out then. He's like, thanks for your help. Gives him a gold. And then... Thank you very much. Pops his pipe in, sort of readjusts his hat. And... Short conversation. All right, everyone, have a nice day. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to wander around then. And oh, ask yeah. around, see if anyone else has heard of the ship. Um, yeah, I mean, you ask around, you, you, you don't come across anyone that seems to know um, 
very much about it. Um, but, uh, you know, as you're sort of wandering around the docks, you might hear uh, various various things. Um, you sort of hear some people sort of gossiping about uh, they're not entirely happy with some foreign policies, which means that trade may be, um, you know, more taxated or something like that. But uh, you don't come across any news of your ship or missing ship, should I say? Um, oh, um, head for the happy crown then. You're going to go to the happy crown, yeah, that's fine. What's everybody else up to? I'd like to uh, see if I can see any sort of library. There is a library. Um, again, being new in town, you might ask about. Um, and you are directed to a library, which is uh, run by a blue dragonborn female called Yaz Stormshroud. <laughs> Hello, uh, Maiden. I'm looking for a, a certain Yaz Stormshroud. Do you perhaps know of them? Oh, yes, dear. That would be me. What can I do for you? Oh, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, I've been sent here by my flame speaker, um, uh, Brennan, obviously, Pyra Ashari, and we understand that you have perhaps found a, a fragment of some sort that uh, we are interested in. What you what you see with her as well? She's she's wearing very sort of typical librarian, like a, a cardigan, you know, with some kind of like dress on which we'd probably find quite unusual for a dragonborn. And then she has these little spectacles right on the end of her snout, which she's sort of peering down through uh, to, to sort of take you in. Um, and she's got these two horns. I which... find it quite unusual for a librarian, because I was a librarian for 20 years and I never once wore a dress at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's up to you if you wanted to, I suppose, but... Um, Yes, she, um, she says, who sent you? Uh, sent by, um, it's really hard to read the cursive in this note. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me help you with that. Hold on. Kirkonos? <laughs> let me help you. Let me, let me back up so I can remind myself. Uh, it was, uh, Kirkanos Flamespeaker. Kirkanos? Yeah. Sent by him. Ah, that's a name. Old Kirky Pants. Oh, what? Old Kirky Pants. Old Kirky Pants, okay. <laughs> I, I've not come across him in many but um, yes, he's correct. I did have, in fact, in my possession um, an artifact. It was strange to behold. It was a shard almost. It was bluish, dark blue in colour. Um, give me an intelligence check. In fact, did you get close enough? It wasn't you, it was Gotta, wasn't it? Give me an intelligence check anyway. Oh, no, not just intelligence. Let's say perception. And there's a reason for it. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, you 
weren't really close enough, but you notice that from the description, it sounds an awful lot like what you saw um, uh, Rolio brandishing, but not necessarily... She sort of describes it as it's a shard, a piece of something. It wasn't necessarily worked. Yeah. I I don't have it anymore. It was um, it was stolen from here. I'm afraid. Well, um, do you have any idea, perhaps, where you might have done this? I I, I don't know. There is, a, there is a criminal outfit in this city. The guard have had some some troubles trying to deal with them. Perhaps that would be a place to start. Um, okay. on, I will tell you the name of this criminal organisation as well. Uh, I've got an, I've got so many notes I have to go back through to try and find what it was called. Um, they're called... Well, they'd like to call themselves the Bones Crew. <laughs> they, Sounds awfully formidable. Well, you'll know them when you see them because... Well, you won't know them when you see them. You'd have to check out their wrist because they tend to have a tattoo of a, yeah. of, of a, of a skull and crossbones, you see. Can I um, make a check of some sort to, to recall if when I was searching the body of that pirate if they, he might have had a similar tattoo yeah, um, again just go for it straight up intelligence because it's like do you recall it it's not really history because it's just happened but 10 10 oops uh, he did not seem to from what you recall have such a tattoo Okay, well, this is uh, not ideal news, but I will investigate. Thank you for your time and the information. That's fine. I, I hope that uh, I may run into you again and we can talk of other things. Oh, one, one more thing before I go, actually. Do, did you find anything out about the artifact? What, what on earth is it? I believe it was some part of a meteor or something like that. I consulted several books and scrolls. I even um, went out and um, consulted with a couple of the wizards here. And uh, yes, they um, they seem to believe that it's some kind of a meteor, my dear. Seem to have some power okay. about it anyway. Excellent. Well, thank you. This has been most helpful. You're most welcome, my dear. Have a lovely day. Thank you very much, and you. Head off to the uh, the happy crown. The happy crown. What's Gossel doing? I will have rolled up to the town square and you know those metallic statue people that you get that are really annoying in city centres <laughs> right yep I always put a hat down and been doing that because it's something to do 
to find out some gold. Let's see how successful you are. Um, roll me a D100, please. D100. D100, there we go. Seventy-six. You make seventy-six gold in your Jesus. afternoon. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. People seem wow. to be very much taken by this. They're they're really impressed. Um because in this world, metal men are not really all that common at all. Um so it's certainly something that um has impressed a lot of people. I presume then you would also head off to the aforementioned pub. Oh, yes. Okay. Gold. In that case, what is Oakley doing? Um, first of all, can you remind me the name of the port we are now? You're in Porthbury. This is the main... Uh, this is yeah. like the capital city of Menneth. Okay. So, first of all, she is looking around to see if there are any... There Are, are there any, like boards that people put advertisement on like hiring yeah, help be, and stuff. they would be job boards here or there or you know wanted lost and found that sort of thing okay so she's looking around the, these boards to see if there is any any job that um, people are asking for um, to hire somebody oh god really yeah i mean you tell me what sort of job you want, and it will probably it's be like there. It's like um, if there is any sighting of any monsters or undead or um, anything that... Or maybe weird deaths of Sanquisition or with Sanquisition or... There is um, boards where you'll find notices that this road is particularly dangerous because Monster A has been spotted on it. Or this road's dangerous because Monster B's been spotted on it, you know. Um, I haven't got anything to hand for that particularly right now, but uh, yeah, there would be particular um, particular boards there which would say, yes, there are dangers out there. The guard, um, if you were to stop, sort of ask maybe even one of the city guard, um, I did have the extra description somewhere for what they their armour appears like. Uh, I mm -hmm. don't think I'm going to be able to pull it up straight away because, again, it's probably buried in notes here somewhere. So um, they kind of all wear this um, very sort of like a leather armour, but with um, all like, like cloth armour. Um, there is a particular name for this. But they, and they all have like leather chest plates and you know uh, pauldrons and uh, wrist guards and it bears like the symbol of a hill with uh, a castle on top of it which is the symbol for for Porthbury um, mm -hmm. whether that's what I actually originally wrote or not it's going to be in canon now so uh, that is the symbol for Porthbury um, and they're all sort of wearing this embossed armour very heavily polished it's all you know very well looked after um, I suppose the best way of sort of describing it is similar to what like Aragorn would wear like the the, the, the clothing with the armour over the top yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah they would sort of sort of say to you um, that they they hold a presence so far outside of the borders of the city 
Mm-hmm. So, obviously, as I described already, it's pretty easily defendable where they are. And they patrol the road that comes up the hill on the land side to make sure that during the night they just keep an eye out, make sure there's no one trying to sneak in or anything like that, or anyone. If they do encounter anyone in the forest, they will go and approach them and, like, what are you up to? Yeah. And then beyond and- the city or beyond the forest, they sort of go about 10 miles out just patrolling the roads, making sure they're safe, and then that's it. You're on your own beyond that. Um, uh, did you... Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, and that, that's where they sort of give you the information of... They will tell you within 10 miles radius, there's there's it's pretty well safe, but you will find dangers out beyond. They might go, oh, if you went down this road, oh, we heard that there was an ogre down there, and if you went down that road, oh, perhaps there was a, a feral griffin or something that was causing problems for a local mm-hmm. farm. Um, um, did you have any deaths, any unexpected deaths or strange deaths in the uh, in the city, like uh, people completely drained or? Well, let's, let's give you an NPC, shall we, to talk to? So let's come mm-hmm. up with a an NPC. Uh, let me get my thingy up. You are going to talk with. Uh, what number's that? That's a 20. You're talking to Sammy... You're talking to Sammy Z. Um, Hello. Hello, Sammy Z. And he's he's quite a young sort of chap, maybe just recently joined the guard. Um, Alright, my liver. Um, um, so... You do come across people who've been... Obviously, uh, we don't like to say it, but murdered. Um, uh-huh. You've got to get a bit of murder in a city, isn't you, I suppose. But, but how murdered are they? I've, how do they look like? Well, I've grown up here. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm the ripe old age of 16 at the moment. And I've, I've grew up here. I've spent all my life in the city. And you come across people who've been murdered with, I don't know, I suppose a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe someone's throttled them. Maybe they fell down the stairs. Maybe they fell off one of the terraces. That sometimes happens. People fall off. The, you know, they get drunk. They might fall off a terrace. Did you have anybody that um, when you found him, he had no blood left in them? Um. Um, sometimes I suppose you might find one or two. Okay, and do you remember in which area? And did they have something in common or...? Oh, they're all, they're all... Well, the ones we found that might be like that would be like criminals. Okay, and uh, where, whereabouts were they? Well, you just find them sometimes. It's usually down a back alley or something like that. So it's not like a specific area of the town, or no, no, no. It could be anywhere. Interesting. Okay, um, I will. I said to him that uh, I will be staying in the terrace gardens, and uh, if you find anything new, please let me know. I'm doing an assignment for school, oh. and I. I can't go in the terrace garden. I'm afraid. 
Just send a message or a pigeon or something. I, I could send a message, I suppose, yeah. Yes, please. It's because I'm doing an assignment for school and our teacher is uh, a bit of goth and uh, he wants to know if there are any sightings of uh, people who have lost all of their blood. Ugh. I think I'm, gonna have to, I'm making a note of Sammy Z because he's clearly going to have to be a, a recurring NPC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please uh, let me know if there is anything uh, so I can use it for my assignment. And it's a bit of um, of urgent. All right. Well, if I find anything, I shall let you know. Thank you very much. Nice to see you. Thank, thank you. And jumping around, she just leaves and goes to where we will meet to the inn that everybody will meet. Cool. Um, well, if you're all now at the pub, let me tell you a little bit about it. Uh, you have gone to the Happy Crown. Uh, it's a very well-kept pub. It's not far from the Garden Terrace, as I already said. Um, and much like most of the buildings here, it is, you know, very well built. It's uh, very um, uh, well-crafted stone blocks. Uh, very smooth. There's not very many imperfections, if any at all. Uh, but this place is very well kept. It's expensive. Considering the cost of the place, there are an awful lot of people in here. It's very busy. And and there is a lady who runs this, a human lady. And uh, for those of you who have already been to the bar, she'll have introduced herself as Miss Casey Crapper. <laughs> I'm going to get another... Um... A rum? Rum, you say? Rum. Yes, yeah, she's, a, you know, a middle-aged sort of woman, maybe a little bit portly because she quite enjoys a drink herself. Um, very rosy-cheeked, and uh, but very well-dressed. And just, a rum, you say? Excellent choice. That's going to be ten gold, please. I've only got ten gold. Allow me to buy your drink, Master Druid. Oh, well, I have um, recently come into a little coin. I see. Um, this takes really good back, which is background. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, he accepts it and quickly runs back to his table. Anybody else for a drink? Allow me to buy a round, in fact. Excellent choice. Uh, that's not for everyone in the bar, obviously. Uh, just for my companions and, and I. Yeah, because I would assume by this point you've all actually reassembled, so um, you've got to buy around. She knows that you're all together. Um, that'll be... Um, what did I say it was for the rum? Ten gold pieces. Um, it's going to be about 35 gold pieces. Yes, uh, I, I'd quite like... Do you have any oil? Um, and she sort of thinks to herself and goes, No, but... Vegetable. Hold on. I tell you what I do have... And she does have those, um, almost like the Roman-style candles, which I do think they put some sort of oil in, didn't they? Or or something like that to, to act as a um, combustion sort of agent. I do have some oil that goes in the lamps. Yes, yes, lamp oil. Yes, yes, lamp oil will do fine. Okay. And she, um, she'll pour you off a, a goblet of lamp oil. Um, she has to go around to the back room to, to fetch it, but... Um, she does have, as well, she's got several um, people working here. Um, again, just youngsters predominantly and a mix of races. Um, 
I hello, I'm a bit of a hang of hungry. Can I have? Do you have any steaks? Yes, yes, we do food. We've got steaks. Um, how would you like it? Uh, uh, rare. With blood. Yes. Okay. This is, this is an unusual request. She's quite happy to give you a rare steak. <laughs> yeah, I really like raw meat. It's really tasty. You could have it blue if you like, my dear. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Is it blue? Though? Yeah, blue. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can have it blue. Yes, can I have it blue? And may I have, um, I would like some, a milkshake, strawberry. Okay. Um, I'm not entirely sure what a milkshake is. It's just milk and you put some strawberries in there and you just squeeze them all together and you add a little bit of sugar and it's ah, ready. You must be one of those fancy folk from Ventus. Yes, that's fine. Yes, yes, yes my, my nanny. And uh, was always making um, uh, a milkshake for me. Okay, that's fine. And you get your request. Thank you. Like, she's eating it and you could see <laughs> around, you know, as a child, she's eating her food and you could see around her, her face that <laughs> she's a little bit, you know, covered with blood. Like, <laughs> Anybody for, um, I... Whilst I'm doing your orders, I would like to know, does anybody want any binis before I begin? Because I want to get that poured <laughs> off first. Oh, well, I'm good with them. said binis. Strange compulsion to have some binis takes me over. I think I might have a little bit of binis there. <laughs> um, I didn't realise metal people drank such thing, but okay. Well, she just just binis. Yeah, she pours a binis and hands it over to you. Oh, it is the nectar of the gods. How tall is Gotto? Did you say he was quite a short sort of... Um, yeah. Like halfling yeah. sort of size or something? A bit more than halfling size, a little bit less than human size. So somewhere like a teenage Water, human or something? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. He's very old. His legs have worn down. Cool. <laughs> he was six foot four when he started. <laughs> yeah, he's lost a bit of height then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you've got your drinks, you've got your food. Um, if anyone else wants to eat, then you can. She'll just probably charge you another 20 gold for the privilege because it is an expensive place. Yeah, um, right. Though they do serve the upper echelons in this pub, so, I mean, she, she charges accordingly. Um, but, yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm just going to start playing with the dagger while drinking the rum. Cool. You, um... How, when you say you're playing with it, how, what are you doing with it? Just the standard, like, sailor games. With oh, okay. The fingers and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Is it talking to me yet or no? <laughs> You hear, I mean, this isn't, for ev this isn't for everyone, <laughs> not everyone will hear this, but no. yeah, for you in your mind, you, you dear hear that sort of panicked voice just saying, Pixis, Pixis. I'm staring on. Uh, Rolio, it's uh, yes. quite a, uh, a unique looking dagger you have there. Uh, where did you come about such a thing? Um, 
we found it, and me and my crew found it in the chest. Um, I turned down my share for it because it was calling me in a sense. Whose chest, and were they quite dead? <laughs> it was a treasure chest. Oh, disappointing. Uh, my captain found a map, and they took us to it. And then I picked the blade up, and then the ship was gone. So that's very mysterious. Hmm. So I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking for my crew, and I can't get rid of this blade. And Rodeo throws it, and it appears back. Oh, you're throwing it in a crowded pub? <laughs> no, like at a wall next to me. <laughs> at the wall next to me. Yeep. <laughs> wow. Why'd you ask? I was just, uh, I'm looking for some fragments of uh, perhaps a meteorite that looks very similar in composition to it. I wonder if it's made from the same material. Um, I attempt to pass the dagger to Brennan. Yeah, you, you can. Pass the dagger over. Have a, a look over it. I don't really know what I'm looking for. <laughs> do you, do we have Do we have one of the fragments at back at Pyra? So will I have seen it? Um, no. Not at Pyra. Okay. okay. I'll just I'll look it over and make a note of like the way and the the way it's been carved and stuff, and and then pass it back here. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think the notes were just said the elders have sort of said that uh, you need to find these things. Yeah, that's cool. They know of it, but they don't have it. interesting um, when the when the, um, the bartender next comes nearby sort of flag her down a bit and ask if if there's where I might find any members of the Bones crew and she goes <gasps> you can't talk about them in here uh, sorry the Bones crew <laughs> no I don't want to hear about them I, I guess that they are unsavory, but do you know where I might find them? Why would I know where you could find them? I think I deal with low-life scum like that. Okay, well, just a question. I apologize. I don't know. I don't know. Please don't talk about them in here. You'll frighten people. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> I just start drinking a drink. <laughs> a person on a nearby table sort of looks over like... Did he just say what I think he said? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I guess this isn't the place to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyone else got anything? At the moment. Maybe oiling up my joints. Cool. <laughs> well. Okay. It'll be him. Uh, so eventually, as as the day goes on, um, you see a pale-skinned man. Um, he is wearing very superior leather armor. 
Um, and it is all very dark, sort of uh, very dark crimsony sort of colour. Um, and you might catch note on his on his sort of on his shoulder pad is this um, like a like a embossed in there is a blade and it's dripping with blood. Um, and he's got this long golden hair all tied back, uh, very clean shaven with a very angular jaw. And someone points in your direction. And he looks over, and uh, he walks over, and. Uh, Prepare yourselves for a dodgy accent because I've been practicing this and I haven't done it very well. <laughs> um, I use the ones I am looking for. My name is Antonio de Boss. Um, who are you looking for, me? I was sent by uh, Governor Saladon looking for uh, four individuals by your description. It's uh, easy to find when you're looking for a metal man. I believe we are the ones you're looking for. From that description, yeah. It seems that way. You have all been summoned to uh, the garden uh, terrace. We have a residence oh, for you. How many double take of Bellman? Bellman, I don't see a Bellman. Where's Bellman? <laughs> is he behind me? No. Damn it. <laughs> Can't see him. It's a business. He's behind me you. <laughs> He's behind me. Oh. You have all been summoned. You have been given a residence by the governor. You are there to stay, I believe. This is good news. I yeah, I think we should go. I would hope it's good news for you. Otherwise, where are you going to sleep tonight, eh? I'll just probably on some leaves. Yeah, I love Yeah. Leads away, Mr. Uh, Antonio. Okay, and he'll take you down the street. It's about a 10 minute walk, and you arrive at this gated um, community. And it's wall, you know, it's got this lovely stone wall with uh, flowers sort of growing out over the top. And it's not very high, it's only about a five foot sort of wall. Um, and you can see beyond is this beautiful very well-designed garden and it's got trees and bushes and flower beds everywhere again it's a very big place this isn't like you just see a couple of like little holiday cottages with some trees around them this is a big place this terrace and um it extends out uh, before you and um i think i'm on the wrong tab it extends out before you and um he comes to the gate and he just shouts in there yes on and you see a, a, a half-elf female in the same armour with the same um, embossed symbol on her armour. Uh, she's very broad for a, for a high-elf female. She obviously looks after herself and works out to be uh, the best at what she does. Um, but it doesn't really take away from her feminine features either. She's still quite a beautiful woman. And she says, um, yes, Antonio, what is it? And he says, um, I have the people the governor sent for. She says, well, bring them in. And so he unlocks the gate and you go in and he directs you off to her and she leads you <laughs> down the garden path, so to speak. Um, 
and you're taken through these, like I said, this very, very well-maintained garden to a small cottage. And you see there are these other small cottages all in this, on this terrace. Um, and they're all sort of designed to look more or less the same, sort of like a thatched roof, very idyllic sort of country cottage, basically, farm cottage. And uh, she takes you in and leads you to one says, um, this is going to be your residence for this evening. Well, in fact, for the foreseeable future, I believe. It's all been paid for. Um, there is food and drink in the cupboards, but this is self-catering. You might need to snip out and get some more. Although for a small fee, you can have it delivered. So I leave you to it, but please do not create any problems for myself or the other guests. You will be removed if you do. And so she allows you to uh, head into this cottage and it's very lavishly furnished. I say it's designed to be very welcoming, very comfortable. Um, there's enough beds set up for you. Um, it's not open plan. It's, you know, you've got your own bedrooms and a living space and a kitchen area. Um, but this is your new home whilst you're here and certainly under um, Governor Sullivan's, um, you know, whilst you're in his um, company or his, you know, yeah, care. Whilst you're in his care. That's right. Yeah, we're in his care. Um, that's the word I was looking for. Um, so, I mean, it's five to eleven. I can, we can leave it there, or we can do a little bit more. It's entirely up to you, but it might be a good place to uh, to leave it, as this is the end of this particular day, and uh, you've probably got a few questions yeah. and things you want to think about leading into a meeting with the governor, which is due the next day. <laughs>